I love that intro. I love that intro. It's like if you do flashy say so and... <laughs> What's that? I said if you do say so yourself. I if I do say so myself, I like I like the flashing stuff and I like the little dots on the number and I'm just like, yeah, intro. That intro means one thing. It is Wednesday again. And it is time for Money Hungry. What's up, Kim? How are you? Good. How are you? Ah, uh, I am like energetic. I'm I'm stoked. We got a special guest that I'm really excited to talk about. Uh, I am feeling much better this week, so my energy is largely coming back. So, uh, sorry for the uh, the lack of a voice last week and the hacking fits. So, um, new week, feeling much better. Wanted to uh, say hello to a few people in the chat before we get started. Uh, Jen, what's up? Welcome. Uh, that's me. I mean, uh, Thomas, what's going on? Good to see you. Uh, raised on Scrabble. Welcome, uh, Gary. Hello. Uh, Sergio, what's up, brother? Uh, and Holly, hello. Uh, and Anthony, what's going on? Welcome. Thank you all for being here. So, okay. Tim. So, on that note, um, I want to introduce our special guest tonight. I am so excited. A really good friend of the show, a good friend of ours. And I feel like he's like one of the smartest people like I have ever known because he's he right. has created, I know, he has created some amazing apps that help all of us uh, all of us drivers out. I'm a huge fan. So I am going mm. to bring to into the show, Mr. Gary Middleton. How are you, my friend? What's up, Gary? I'm good. How are you? Hold on. I was supposed to Pretty do this. Pretty good, man. She was supposed to do that. Oh, so, so we, we got the slide. <laughs> Wait, why didn't you just put one of my apps on that screen? <laughs> you know what, man? Okay. I, I'm going to go on a tirade for a minute. When I was editing these last night, I was trying. I had actually taken a screenshot of your website, and I was trying to get the curvature right on that screenshot to put it on the background of the phone. And for the life of me, I could not get the curves right, and it just looked weird. And I finally got mad and said, "Screw it." Oh, you should just so, email uh, emailed it to me. I could have done it in like ten minutes. <laughs> you know, I mean, if I wanted to put it in Photoshop and stuff, I'm sure I could have gotten it. But I was like going for the quick, like I got to get through these slides tonight type of thing. So, anyway, Gary, uh, welcome. This still looks we're, great. we're grateful to have you. <laughs> Thanks. We're grateful to have you with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do. Uh, yeah, I'm a full time gig worker. Of course, you know, I do all the apps with everybody else. Uh, I got 20 apps on my phone. Uh, I counted for you, Kim, just I from know, last you have night. Me beat. She has 14. 24. I have 20. Yeah. Oh, 20. You have 24? No, no, no. Sorry. I, I was trying to, I was thinking about what you were saying. You have 20. Yeah, I have 20 that I work. And so, but uh, I'm also an app developer as well. So uh, I do create apps for gig workers and companies and other things like that. Uh, you know, I got a few games out there, little time passers, as you will. Uh, and so, yeah, that's what I do. I'm just all over the place. <laughs> so what was your motivation initially to create your first app for gig workers? Uh, safety. Because safety. like okay. whenever I started doing uh, gig work, I was actually a safety director at a trucking company. And so, okay. but my company got bought out by another bigger company, but there was going to be a month span before we could all move over to the new company. Cause they had to get a security clearance. They had to set up our emails and all this stuff, get us offices. 
And so there was a lot to do in that month, but they paid us to be off. But I was like, well, I can't just sit at home and do nothing. So I started Uber mm. driving and this is 2015. Okay. So I've been doing this a while. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I started Uber driving and Lyft driving and things like that. And back then, whenever you did Uber, it's, it's not like it is today. I mean, they had like bright screens that flashed. You could barely see anything on the screen because you was mm-hmm. driving at night. And it's like, ah. And then we also had the multiplier surge back then. You know, and so when you're trying to work late night bar rush, you get an 8x surge and the pings are just coming back to back and you're trying to multi-app and turn off another app. It doesn't work because then Uber keeps popping up. Uber keeps popping up. And it's very annoying, you know, not very safe while you're trying to drive. So that's why I started being from safety and I've always dabbled in some type of coding. I was like, well, let me learn how to do Android. Cause that's what I had. I was like, let me learn how to do Android so I can make myself something to drive safer. And then of course my friends seen it that I was using. They was like, Hey, can I have that too? And I was like, sure. So then I just started passing out to all the drivers as I'd seen them talking with them and stuff like that. And uh, it, it took about a year before I actually put it out to the public from there. Okay. So, cause well, that's a pretty I, I good test run then. Well, yeah, I mean, I worked for the, I, I went back to my W-2. So I was off for that month at Uber, and then I went back to my W-2, and then I did Uber again, like part-time, weekend, stuff like that, during bar surges. Uh, but then, like, I don't know, four months into it, I was like, I hate this company. <laughs> like, the new company, I just hated it, because, like, my old company I only got emails whenever they were directed towards me. The new company, I was getting about 300 emails a day because I got the whole company's email list. So every department went through safety. Hmm. And I was like, this is dumb. It stressed me out. I was like, screw it. I quit. I went back to full-time doing gig work. (laughs) Okay. Don't blame you. So why don't you run down the apps you have? What do they do? And how do they help each gig worker out? Uh, okay, so we'll start with Maximo. Of course, that's the very first app I ever created. That's for Uber drivers, Uber Eats drivers, Lyft drivers, Grubhub drivers. If you're in Australia, it's also for Diddy and Ola as well. Um, that is what I call an app switcher. Uh, it can accept or decline offers based off your own personal preferences that you set inside the app. And then once it does, it'll actually switch over and turn off the other apps for you and then bring you back to your current app. And so that way you don't even have to touch your phone. It'll automatically accept it, turn everything off, take you back to your original app, and you're still driving. No touching of your phone. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And so it has other things in there too. Like it'll show you if you're an Uber driver, for example, or rideshare driver it'll show you event events within a 50 mile radius uh if you like to work surges and things like that it'll show you all the events going on in your area um i mean there's just so much to that app there's i don't know filters after filters you can define it any any way you like for your own personal settings yeah there's so much to maximo (laughs) so I'm assuming you still spend a lot of time maintaining these apps as well, right? Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I, I I work I work full time ish because if I don't have a major issue on an app, then I'll, I'll be out working in the field. 
Uh, this okay. by working in field, I get to test my own apps as well, know any issues that come up, things like that. But I, I still maintain gig work and and the apps at the same time. So okay, Fair. so you've got Maximo. What else do you do? Yep, uh, I also have the driver's utility helper, also known as Duh. Everybody knows it as Duh. Um, that is similar to Maximo, except for it is only for DoorDash drivers. So you can go in there, you can tell DUH, uh, you know, I only want to accept this, or if it's below this amount, decline it, and the app will do it for you. Um, it also has things like Speak to Me. You know, some people they don't they don't want things accepting or declining for them. You don't have to use those features. It also has Speak to Me. Uh, which means that when the order comes in, it'll actually tell you everything that's coming in. So it'll say order from McDonald's, total pay $12 per mile rate, you know, $2. And then so, since it has, since it has also has voice commands in there, you can actually tell it verbally to accept or decline it. So <laughs> that is what the app should have been doing all along, in my opinion. So you are the unsung hero trying to do what I've been screaming at them to do. Right. <laughs> Pretty okay. much. I mean, all, all, all my right. apps are based around some sort of safety feature. That's that's how I market mm -hmm. them. Uh, I, know, I know a lot of people like, well, can you make more money with it? Well, if you accept more, you make more. That, that's how it goes. Um, but all my stuff is to make you safer on the road because that overall, you know, we see people all the time. They got in their hand looking at it. That's not very safe. I mean, no. there's so many different options you could do besides that. And so I just wanted to create an app, especially during the pandemic, because that's when DUH came out is in the pandemic, 2020, March 2020. Uh, you know, drivers, we had more than enough delivery drivers then. It was like, whoa, you know, people getting crazy out here. Yeah. So is there only yeah. so is there a reason why DUH only has DoorDash or is it something you're going to expand later to other apps? No, DUH only has DoorDash. Uh, Maximo has all the rest of the apps. Maximo is built for on-demand systems and DoorDash is not an on-demand system because you have to take a schedule to work with DoorDash. And so mm. Maximo since it's an app switcher and it turns off your other apps, um it can't turn off DoorDash. So the only thing you can do is pause your dash. But then if you stay paused mm. for more than 35 minutes, you lose your dash. If you're not a top dasher, you mm. can't get back on the schedule. Yeah. And okay, so, that makes sense. so Maximo can pause your DoorDash and unpause your DoorDash for you. It just can't end it can't end it or restart it. And so that's why it's not built into Maximo because there's so many things that happen for these apps that it's, it's really hard to build a non- uh, open app into something that works with open apps. Okay. So, and you've got uh, one other app, correct? For for gig workers, I have two other apps. Two others. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got Flex Alert, which is for the Amazon drivers out there. Um, it's, it's sort of like a P2P alert system. Um, basically, it, it works two different ways. One, you go in there, you set your parameters, and you tell it what you want it to alert you to. So it, it doesn't have as breakdown like Maximo and DUH do because it doesn't mm -hmm. auto-accept. Um, okay. Because that would give an unfair advantage to people that don't have the app since Amazon is a first-come, first-served system. Okay. So 
flex alert, flex alert what you do is you turn it on you go to your amazon app to the uh station screen where you see all your orders or all your blocks or is what amazon calls it mm -hmm. and whenever a block pops up that matches your filters flex alert will give you an audible alert letting you know hey there's something on the screen you want to look at okay. i don't know if you've ever done amazon but to get a block you have to sit there and tap your screen oh. all day long over and over and over so there's you just no, gotta keep watching no, it yeah you gotta keep watching oh. your phone try to do that while you're driving yeah i know <laughs> it, it's crazy. it's like yeah it's like why <laughs> would you uh yeah. So, so I, I developed Flexler again for myself. <laughs> other, <laughs> other drivers started seeing me. There's like, what is that? What is that sound? Cause I'm sitting, you know, at a station or I'm sitting at a Whole Foods. They're all like, what is that sound? I'm like, oh, that's just my app. And they're like, what's it do? And I told them, I said, it refreshes the screen for me and gives me an audible alert. They was like, how do I get that? I was like, I guess <laughs> I can put it on the play store. <laughs> right on. You know, and, and, since then it's evolved since that now if there's another driver in your market that has the app as well when they see a block it'll alert your phone that there's a block available as well okay so so that way you don't miss out on blocks if you're if you're doing something else but like i said that's the p2p part it does require other drivers in your market to use the app the good thing though i don't charge for that app it's completely free there nice. are ads there are ads in the app though if you don't want the ads you can pay 20 bucks a year to remove them yeah it's, it's super cheap yeah super yeah. cheap I'm you know? so i feel like i'm so bitter about amazon flex because i've been on their wait list for like a year and a half so like i'm like <laughs> and they're open like they've been trying to open a warehouse by me for like probably a year and it's just been sitting empty and i'm like why build a warehouse if it's just going to sit there empty when you can have drivers like my fantastic self helping you out, but nope. Blame it's your legis legislation for that though. That's what Maybe. it is. It, it's, your, it's either your state or your city holding them up. Cause yeah. Amazon, they, they throw as soon as state gives them, they'll have a warehouse up in a month. I, I got like four now in Oklahoma. Oh, it got built quickly. It got built within yeah. like two or three months. It was done. And it's now just been sitting there. Yeah, something must have happened with the state or something for them to not use it. So Gary, yeah, you've so got one there. more. Yeah, the last one is a is a recent app. Actually, it's I don't know. It's been around. What, I don't know how long now. Less than less than six months. Uh, I started developing it about three months ago. Uh, it's the Gig Wars app, and that app lets you actually compete with other drivers in the United States to see who can make the most money. And so um, it's just something really fun to do. It, again, it's a free app. There are ads in it, or you can pay for some premium features that we're rolling out uh, here in the future. But uh, right now it is completely free. Anybody can sign up. Anybody can join a war. Anybody can start a war. Uh, and you just get to go around and compete. So you mean to tell me that Kim and I could finally put this top dasher <laughs> cherry picker debate to rest once and for all and i could stomp her yeah oh, you know i would kick your butt no you wouldn't yeah. Gary, would i kick his butt <laughs> i don't know what kim it, it, now well zach do you do right here no oh then yeah kim you kick his butt 
Thank you. <laughs> Man, you guys have so little faith. I, watch. I'm, I'm going to turn around and I'm just going to wipe the floor with Kim. Here, here's the thing. I don't no, like to lose. Program, you're sunk. <laughs> like, I don't like to lose either. I, I'm, I'm a terrible loser. And so, like, we did a uh, Gig Wars beta test war and I won it. And, like, Red, my partner in the Gig Wars app, uh, she was gaining on me. And I told her, I said, I will be out here working till midnight just to beat you. <laughs> I do not lose gracefully. And we will actually have a war before I lose. And, <laughs> and we've noticed that on other people too. Like if you actually invest yourself into the war, you tend to work more and make more money. And, and, it, and it's, it's not that the app will make you more money. It's just you're so competitive. You're like, oh, I'm going to take this order because I need that extra six bucks to beat Kim. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. Oh, don't get me wrong, Kim. I can be competitive too when I need to be. So I, 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 I see something. I see something in the works here. I think we should do it. I think it would be, be fun. Gary, where can people find your apps? Uh, Gary's apps.com right here on the hat. All right. Gary's Very simple. Yeah, all, right. all my all my apps for gig workers are listed there, and uh, we also have a Gig Wars official YouTube channel. Uh, just go type in Gig Wars official. That's where everybody comes to hang out. If you're doing a war, uh, come hang out there. If you want to have an official war, we actually give away free uh, merch for that to the winners. And so, yeah. Kim, I challenge you to an official war. Okay, let's do it. Let's do <laughs> we it. We should. Yeah. All you got to do is so. download the Gig Wars app, come hang out on the channel during the official war. So that way people can talk to you, you know, and see how your day is going. Uh, you don't have to be there the whole time, but we do ask that some people hang out in there. So that way everybody can have fun together. All right. We've even got Sergio. Sergio. Like, I, Sergio is going to have to put up some money and we're, we're going to have to start doing some bookie shit and taking bets here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so. I just I just had it actually. I just last weekend I had a DOH weekend war, and I actually gave away a uh, hundred dollars to the to the winners, plus free months of DOH. So there's there's always little things going on with the apps. Okay. Thank you and Sergio agrees with me, so that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to. Oh, crackling on us. Yep. So, uh, quick question, just for you, Gary. So, if you had to go besides the United States, if you had to go work and then go develop an app in a whole different country, it could be any country. What would it be? Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. That that's on my bucket list to visit. Yeah. That would actually Kim, be. Do you want to introduce the next one while I fix this? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we are going to move on. So everybody can find all of these fantastic apps on Gary'sApps.com. You can find Maximoda and also Gig Wars and the Flex Alert. Flex alert. Flex alert. Uh, and go sign up for them today because they are truly fantastic. Okay, so the first topic we have today is the new 
DoorDash Rewards Program. So have you guys heard about it? I feel like everybody's been talking about it. I know I've talked about it. I know Zach has talked about it. So I figured we would do a quick rundown if anybody has not heard of what's been the pilot program and how it's going to affect drivers and who knows if it's going to come to a market near you anytime soon. So, so according, sorry, go ahead, Zach. No. Yeah. So you can go ahead and take it here. I was, I was mainly just wanting to test the mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so DoorDash is testing a pro a pilot program. It's a rewards program right now. It is in three cities. There are two cities in Texas and one in Michigan that is being rolled out to. Basically, there's different tiers. There's silver, gold, and platinum. The biggest changes is in the platinum tier. They are basically taking the large order program. They're taking Top Dasher. Um, I'm trying to think what else was there. The Diamond program. Basically, they're doing away with all those programs and rolling them all into platinum. The kicker is for platinum, you basically have to have the top dasher standards and you have to maintain them being the keyword in order to stay platinum. So you have to have a 70% acceptance rate. You have to have a 95% completion rate and a 4.7 customer service. And I believe a hundred deliveries in the last month in order to gain that status. But the keyword is maintain. It's no longer, you have like the last week and everybody goes through hell week. No, you have to maintain it. So this is the new rewards program. So what do you guys think? I think it's practically the exact same thing that we've had all along, except DoorDash is trying to squeeze more orders in without having to pay drivers more for them. This is, this is garbage. Just let us drive whenever we want. Give us transparency. Don't, don't try to trick us and piss down our back and tell us it's raining. Just give us transparency. I agree with the transparency part and say, however, I think that people who, and this is mainly geared towards like large order program, for those dashers who have wanted access to large order program and can't get on because it's so secretive and so lucrative, like this is their opportunity to possibly see some of those large orders consistently, but you have to maintain it at a platinum level. If I were to go on it today, I would be platinum because I maintain, so... Now, one yeah. thing I'm so noticing about this there. is one, one problem I'm noticing about this is if you're already a top dasher, this screws you. Because yeah. say you unassigned six orders, you're no longer platinum. You can no longer dash now. You're back to gold. Mm-hmm. Gold does not have a dash now. No, it does not. It's yeah. only so, reserved for platinum. So, so that means out of every so, 100 orders, you can unassign five. Yeah. So, okay. On top of that, the people who really get shafted here, though, are those who are already in the large order program. So, Kim, you know, you're showing off all these screenshots of these really high-paying orders. That's about to be a thing of the past if this comes to your market because it's going to be see, inundated with... I don't agree with... On, you how know, so? So... Because I know my area and I know the drivers in my area, obviously doing this like years now, you know, all your full-time employees, you know, some, I mean, not employees, your drivers, you know, some of your part-time drivers. I know by talking to them, I'll say 85% of my market are cherry pickers and they really don't care what 
programs come out. So even if this did come out, they're still going to do DoorDash the way that they normally do DoorDash. So I personally don't see it as a threat, but it could be if you don't know your market and how many top dashers are actually in your market. Okay, so well, I'm going to give you that one, how- but I'm going to throw another one at you. So hold, hold on one second, Gary. Well, I got this on yeah. my mind. Um, the, this is also extremely deceptive because we're going to start seeing drivers in small markets who have to be a top dasher to get any orders. They're going to start coming in, raising their acceptance rate to, what, what was it, 70%? And yeah. we're going to see them all of a sudden have large order program and it's not going to make a bit of difference in their market because if you're in a town of 20,000 people or less, how many large orders do you think are actually being placed? I mean, sure you could get a unicorn, right? I've gotten unicorns and guess what? I'm a cherry picker. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be definitely market specific. Um, just kind of like the way DoorDash tends to run, like I said, I know me and my market. I I know how hard the climb is. I've done the climb so many times, like it makes my head spin. And it is difficult and it's mentally challenging because you're taking orders that you don't want to take just to raise your acceptance rate. So it just depends on if drivers are dedicated to maintaining. I think that's the key word is maintaining. It's one thing to raise it to 70 and then, okay, I'm there but you have to maintain that 70 in order to stay at that level. So if you're a driver willing to do that, then, you know, and you're making your money, like go after it and go after it hard. It's going to be up to you and how you're going to make your money the most on DoorDash, whether it's cherry picking or going through one of these rewards programs. No, I I will say that people said the same thing about the diamond program. You know, they're like, Oh, diamond people, they get priority. Okay. Well, I, I haven't been diamond for a long time. And I still yeah. get catering orders every day. And and one thing mm. that you have to notice on there is it says catering bag required. I know most mm. dashers barely have a bag. And now they're supposed to go out and buy this $50 yeah. catering bag. Amazon $19.99, just saying. I'm just saying. You get my point. I mean, there, so, there's cheap bags already. <laughs> you know, is Chris, I it? think this is. You know, say I think that's the biggest debate is whether it's worth it or not. No, it's I, not. I think it is. I mean, if you can, how is it worth it, Kim? Like, th- um, this, th- but this is like the same argument that we've had all along, <laughs> right? This is this is literally just top dasher with a little bit of an extra thrown in there and the diamond program. This is not new. Like people are losing but, but their freaking lose minds. Top like, not if you stay platinum, you don't lose top pressure. Yeah, well, you got to hope that you know, like, a customer that cancels an order is not refused at the vendor. So much stuff out of your is out of your control for five unassigned. I keep it that way yeah. every single month. Like I never unassign. Like I hardly like it has to be something big for me to under un- unassign. Like right now I'm at ninety nine percent, but throughout the month, but because of large order program, I keep it that high. So to me, so I can, don't feel like that's the biggest issue. We can keep fighting about these programs and and whether they're worth it and, you know, if you actually get priority and blah, 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 and all that garbage. But really, at the end of the day, it just distracts drivers from what actually matters. And in my mind, 
That's the fact that these, that DoorDash specifically is not paying us reasonably for the work that we're doing. And they're resorting to tactics to trick drivers into taking these orders. And, and at the end of the day, that should be the real discussion, not whether you get priority or if top dasher is worth it. Like where, where is the outrage about the pay and the lack of transparency? Like that is what I want to see. I think it's a good in theory. I just don't think we will ever see it. If we, if we, if DoorDash showed full transparency, I don't like every dasher would be sitting around waiting for the $20 orders, $40 orders, which I think is why they don't do full transparency, but they should do full transparency. I'm going to say no on that, Kim. You don't think so? No, Grubhub shows full transparency. Grubhub orders get delivered. Look where Grubhub is right now. I'm just saying. They I'm just saying. We're we're gonna, gonna get into, I have an article <laughs> just for you, Gary, today, just for Grubhub, because I knew you were going to come. <laughs> but I see, and I see it completely different, Kim. I think that it's when when you start hiding information from drivers, right? They're okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna use a town called Ferndale in my market. It's it's one city north of me, and almost all of the orders that are delivered in Ferndale on DoorDash are picked up in Bellingham, <clears throat> but because they hide tips you're being asked to drive at, at the very least about seven miles and it, my market's a 275 market. So 675 is what they're showing you. Right. But total might be higher. I'm sorry. I'm not going to drive seven to 10 miles, you know, for, for it. Like it's displaying less than a dollar a mile. I'm not going to take that risk. And it's the customer who gets screwed over and then DoorDash gets screwed over when they inevitably have to refund a cold order. So in my mind, the lack of transparency actually hurts. Thank you, John. Good to see you, brother. So, so customer gets screwed, lack of transparency. That's where we were. But I think the big misconception (laughs) is, though, like everybody thinks a high acceptance rate, you don't decline. You can still decline. I decline all the crap orders. But when I maintain a higher acceptance rate, I am lucky if I see one, maybe two, two dollar and seventy five cent orders per week. So, right. But that's right now why people are still declining the low paying offers once this new program rolls out and you're trying to tell me platinum, it rolls downhill platinum then gold and then silver, you're going to have them gold people that would typically decline a $4, $5 offer start accepting those just to get up to that platinum level. So now you're going to oversaturate your market. So you, somebody's going to have to start seeing these low paying offers. I just think this program as you know, we can debate it all day long, but I agree, though, that DoorDash has one thing in mind. How do I get all these orders delivered? And I feel like they keep coming up with these rewards and pilot programs, and they're doing whatever they need to do as a company, not Mm -hmm. thinking of the drivers to get orders delivered because that's their main focus and that's how they make their money. So I think they're greedy in the way that I'm going to make my money. I'm going to get orders delivered despite how it affects the driver. That I'll agree on. Yeah. So uh, we've got a poll that I'd like to put up here. We got to move on to the next one here. So yep. <laughs> I just realized what time it was. All right. <laughs> um, we'll, 
<clears throat> will you be raising your acceptance rate or maintaining a higher acceptance rate for these perks? Uh, a, yes, B, no. Uh, type it in the live chat, or if you are catching us on the replay, feel free to leave it in the comments. So we'll let people... Uh... Hey, Harry. Hey, Harry. What's going on, Harry? So, so I'm really curious to, now, to see here. I, I was going to ask you guys, because Kim asked this last night. If you had to currently have this program rolled out to you, what would you be? <laughs> Gold, platinum, or silver? I would silver. be platinum. Silver for sure. I, I'm I'm not gonna be a part of the DoorDash games. I'm gonna multi-app and just avoid the garbage. I, I would be gold right so, now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think my acceptance rates are like nine so percent. Kim Thomas, and thank you. Gary apps will win. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got so far kind of a mixed uh, mixed response in the chat so far. So. Uh, it seems like uh, it seems like I haven't convinced enough people that I am right. And it's because they 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 know you're not. <laughs> so something that I'll tell you what something that I know you can't disagree with me on is the fact that a ton of drivers were just deactivated from DoorDash. Mm. Yeah, let's talk about deactivation. That. Go ahead, Kim. Why don't you? Yeah. So. It's been kind of all over YouTube, um, even all over Reddit, um, even Facebook groups that there's been a lot of deactivations lately. And I'm not going to name, you know, specific people, but I do know one driver and they had thousands, literally thousands of deliveries and got deactivated. The thing with the activations in DoorDash, which I don't agree with, is they are so vague. <laughs> when you get that email and you go into your app and you say it's deactivated, you have absolutely no clue what you've done as a driver. And then they ask you to submit an appeal. And by the way, everybody should be submitting an appeal when you get deactivated. But how do you justify your appeal if you don't even know what you did as a driver? So I feel like it's a vicious cycle. And then one of the drivers that did get deactivated, they called support, kind of love support, and they said that it was because they were making too much money. Like, why would support even garbage is that? that? <laughs> like, why would someone say that? <laughs> if you're if you're making money, it's because you're accepting orders, and that's exactly right. what they want. So, what's the problem? Right. And the company is making money at that point. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, and, and the person that you're referring to is in a very high traffic market, very, very high volume market. And so, yeah, I mean, they're probably going to have more opportunities to make better money than, you know, somebody in a smaller market. So shocking. Imagine that person accepts orders and they get paid. So the question is though, are these valid deactivations? And, you know, and I realize that usually this is kind of on a case by case basis, but every so often we see DoorDash or, you know, one of the other gig companies do kind of just this wide sweep, and, you know, it's like they're running around with a hockey stick, just swinging it and, you know, seeing who they hit. Which is strange, you know, because some people that should be deactivated are not. And, and I'm one of those people, not, not because I did anything wrong is because DoorDash does not have my correct license on file. And in fact, Sunday, <laughs> this past Sunday, they ran a, an MVR for me, and I got the copy of it. 
and it says driver's license has been uh, surrendered. Surrendered. That means I have no valid driver's license according to DoorDash. I can still go <laughs> online and dash. How? Oops. Yeah. And, and so, so, I mean, that would be one of those technical ones that they would just need my new license, things like that. But still, how do you how do you de- deactivate somebody that has great numbers, great deliveries, nothing wrong with their background check, but then somebody like me that should have a temporary hold at least can still mm-hmm. dash? Yeah. Yeah. I, so- I, I just I personally don't get it. Um because I feel like it's the boy who cried wolf, right? So DoorDash, deactivation, 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 deactivation. But you get to somebody who actually really, not you, Gary, but you get to someone who actually deserves to be deactivated for theft or fraud or whatever. I mean, I think we covered a story a couple of weeks ago that somebody was on the platform after completing thousands of deliveries and he was waiting sentencing on a trial for what was it was it murder or something a, like that it was a I can't deadly hit and run deadly hit and run so you have someone like that still on the platform i just don't there, to me there's just no rhyme or reason and there need up to my opinion there needs to be justification to a lot of these deactivations and shocker transparency so yeah I, we've got get rid of the here, vague, re- as, vague reasons yeah so we've got a poll that i'd like to put up again and uh, let's continue talking about this for a moment. So being is that we usually don't know why we're deactivated. Some, sometimes you'll, you'll get the information, but I am a big proponent of documenting what you're doing, right? Like I, I, don't, I don't personally wear a dash cam, but I do take a lot of pictures. So I make sure to snap a picture of every address I deliver to. And whenever possible, when I'm dropping the order off, if it's going to an apartment uh, or if the house number is visible, I always make sure to like angle my phone in a way where I can see the apartment number or the house number. So, you know, it's, it's little things like that that you can do to make it easier that you were where you were supposed to be. But I don't think that that's what's happening here with, with these specific deactivations. I don't think that they were deactivated because customers were reporting that the order never showed up. I think that they were probably some some sort of a glitch did this to them. What do you think? What do you guys think? I, I think with vague <clears throat> reasons why people are deactivated, we will never know if they're justified or not just because it, it's so vague. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, what does that mean? And even if you reach out to support, they're not going to tell you anything. Yeah. You know, and, and like we were talking about before, right? Part of the problem with this is you could be a great driver. You could have excellent, Excellent ratings. Never, never had a contract violation. Turn on your app and then realize you're deactivated. I tend to disagree with you, Sergio. <laughs> I, I got to disagree with Sergio too. <laughs> so, he just wants uh, all the for views. those of you who haven't uh, responded, <laughs> for those of you who haven't responded to the poll yet, uh, are these uh, deactivations justified? A is yes. B is no. So, uh, we can. Uh, we even got a couple one... of C's in there. Cool. Uh, yeah, just real quick. One public service announcement when it comes to deactivate. Well, actually, two. If you 
are on the DoorDash platform, and I think I've said this before, I'm going to say it again as a reminder, guys cash out every single day because if they even flag every day, if they flag your account, they can hold your money. Don't like, don't let all that money that you have earned yourself go to DoorDash because whatever reason they flagged it as fraudulent, cash out every single day. It Mm. is so super important like I can't stress that enough because well a lot of times you I know I get people contacting me you see it on reddit they held my money don't you earn that money it's yours cash out every single day and also if it's just like fight these deactivations yeah they can't get the money back from the dash direct card so, no. so that's why I have cash my dash direct card day. I don't even have to cash out after I end each dash. It's automatically on my card. So yeah. can we pop Chris's comment up here? Yeah. He said, uh, that's nothing but stealing. And that needs to be stopped immediately. That is, I, you're completely I, correct. It is, it is theft. That is exactly what it is. It's theft. And frequently, I, unfortunately, it takes attorneys getting involved to get these drivers their money back. So just, it, it should never yeah, reach that point. And Gary, you might know this better than I would, but. I can't, I just can't wrap my brain how a company legally, and I'm sure it's terms of service, but legally can hold money that someone has actually physically earned and it's in their possession. Like, I just don't, I don't understand how that could be legally. Well, the the terms of service only say for fraud. So if it's a fraudulent activity, they can hold it. But now, then we'll just put everybody as fraudulent activity and then just hold everybody's money. And that's what, and that, they, that's what they do a lot. Right. That's what they do a lot. They, and, and what it comes down to is when that happens, you need to go contact your state. Whoever you can contact in the state that takes care of it. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure who it is. Labor board, I think it is. Yeah. That, that takes care of that kind of stuff. Contact them and take DoorDash to arbitration. Don't forget, if you go to arbitration, it costs you zero DoorDash pays for that. Mm-hmm. So always do those two things because that money is yours and you have a right to it. Absolutely. Agreed. So speaking of money, New York drivers are about to see guaranteed money. We had talked about this a little while ago and it looks like they have officially pulled the trigger on a minimum wage for drivers. Over the weekend, uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced that beginning July 12th, uh, the city is officially raising the minimum wage uh, for app-based delivery workers to $17.96 an hour from its current average of $7 an hour. Let's stop right here. Let, let's have a discussion about that. 7 bucks an hour. Is anybody buying that New York drivers were averaging 7 bucks an hour? No. 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 I actually <laughs> went ridiculous. to New York recently. I actually went there recently to visit Kim and all them. I was taking Ubers. A two mm-hmm. to three mile Uber ride was costing me thirty five dollars. Yeah, I believe it. So, yeah. it, how I, are they averaging seven dollars an hour? Where I'm paying thirty five dollars a ride. <laughs> so, and most drivers there are using uh, e bikes or e scooters, right? So I can understand that if you're accepting every order and you're in a car and you're getting stuck in traffic, that's that's one thing, right? But I'm sorry, if you're making seven bucks an hour in New York City, you're doing it wrong. So yeah, uh, according to yeah, so uh, there there are approximately sixty thousand uh, drivers in New York City. 
so they plan to raise the uh, the 1796 per hour up to 1996 per hour by 2025. And uh, the original proposal was that drivers were going to make 2382 an hour. Uh, so I want to have a discussion about if this is a good thing or if this is a bad thing. I kind of see it both ways, to be honest. I'm kind of split in the middle on this one as I was kind of reading through the article. The um, $17 an hour in New York City, it's like it's not a lot to survive in New York City. It's ex it's mm -hmm. expensive as all get out to live in New York City, yeah. even the surrounding areas of New York City. Granted, it's $17 plus tips, but still to survive, it's not, it's not a lot. However, with right. this pay increase from the driver's perspective and for like, it's going to increase the amount for the customers. So are they going to be ordering as much? Because now the fees have gotten crazy. The fees are already crazy. Now they're going to get even crazier. Like, I feel like it's like a very big, vicious circle that has, you know, good and bad behind it. So I, like I said, I feel like I'm mixed on this one. So I um, want to play devil's just, advocate for a moment. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, I was just going to say, I did a quick look right now. It says a single person estimated monthly cost without rent for New York City is 1507 Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's What was rough. that, 1796 So you're talking about two weeks worth of work is what it takes you at this current rate to survive in New York City for one month. And that's without rent or anything extra. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. It, it's, so it's, I, it's so expensive. So I want to uh, pop up Kevin's comment, uh, Kevin T. So Kevin says that offers will be few and far between. I, I agree with this. So it, it's expensive to order through these apps to begin with. It's going to cost. So it cost me. Hell, I ordered lunch uh, two weeks ago through DoorDash because I was like super busy. It doesn't matter. You guys don't care. Uh, it was like 30 bucks just for me. For lunch, for one entree, mind you, I tipped well, but that that's expensive. And now if we're talking about adding an extra six to seven dollars on top of it, I'm sorry. That's the difference in me, you know, being lazy and tipping well and going and getting it my damn self. Yeah, I, I can see this. I, I don't I, I don't I don't want to say that it's necessarily going to kill it for drivers in New York, but I think that this is going to cause a huge dent in the market there. This is not a good thing, in my opinion. Well, it kind of, though, goes back to what we talked about last week, though, too, with, like, we're not seeing a lot more deliveries, and they were, like, slowing down because people are picking up their food. Like when, so, when prices are surging, yeah. people are definitely going to start picking up their food opposed to getting it delivered. And this is another reason why people will do that. Yeah. And we're going to start seeing drivers. And again, this is my speculation. We're going to start seeing drivers in New York city, kind of like they are in many smaller markets throughout the country, just sitting around congregating, you know, waiting for that order to come through. Because again, the customers don't want to spend that much damn money. So, I mean, there there needs to be a balance between affordability and the company's making enough to keep it sustainable. 
but th- this is what happens when the government starts getting involved. And again, in my opinion, we're about to die down this rabbit hole for a minute. <laughs> the The government frequently doesn't understand what gig workers want. So it's dangerous when they get involved. They, you know, we're like, okay, we want transparency and we want uh, to be able to fight unfair deactivations. They hear, oh, they want minimum wage and healthcare and retirement plan, which is not what most of us want. But in the in the article so, though too, it said something to the fact like DoorDash responded back saying, "Well, if it goes this way, Dashers really aren't going to have the flexibility and something else." I think they used in the words um, that they're used to, and they're not going to be happy with the outcome of it. So, to me, I mean, granted, I'm reading between the lines. To me, it's code for you guys are going to have to work the schedule we tell you to work. <laughs> And that could be a possibility, right? And that's something that I've heard talked about in other locations. Uh, yeah. So if you end up getting a schedule assigned to you, then how is this different from a W-2 job? You're actually an employee at the point. If you're making a dollar per hour, so, then you would be an employee of these companies. I mean, in theory, you would be you're making a dollar or a dollar per hour or uh, an hourly rate, excuse me. And you have to like you have to take the schedule that you can get. So where's your retirement plan? Where's your health care? Yeah, I've never seen so a contractor it, be paid hourly with a schedule. Right. <laughs> so this is not a good deal for drivers. This isn't good for this isn't good for anyone. In my opinion, this isn't good for the drivers. This isn't good for the companies because people aren't going to order and the customers are just going to go get it themselves. So they're going to lose out on the convenience of the service. So uh, we got another pull up. Is New York's new rule going to have a negative impact on drivers? A is yes. B is no. Uh, Pop it in the chat. Uh, And if you are catching us on the replay, of course, leave it in the comments. So we'll let people uh, chime in there. And Kim, do you want to introduce the next one? So the next one is shop and deliver tipping etiquette. So there was a a customer who put it out to actually a DoorDash group on Reddit because she didn't know how much as a shop and deliver order she should be tipping her DoorDash driver. And she says, how much should I tip a DoorDash driver for a grocery delivery around $200? To me, that's a pretty big shop and deliver. I know it's not an easy job. I set it to $5, but he sends me a message asking for more politely. I live in a duplex. He may need to put up six steps of stairs and put them in front of my door. It's 35 degrees Celsius. I don't know what Celsius it is outside. It's about 100 now. degrees. Okay, so it's really hot there. Um, but it uh, no, she said it's not. Oh, it's not. Okay. She, yeah. Um, but it doesn't make sense to me to pay 15 percent, which would be 30 dollars. Can he get paid from DoorDash or does he rely on tipping? If so, I would rather not use DoorDash the next time. So. Could he get paid more from DoorDash? Yeah. Is he going to? No. So, all right. There, there's a few elements of this that we should talk about. But first and foremost, guys, if you're going to hit up your customers for more tips, just don't take the order. Don't do it. Just don't take it. Like, I, I'm so sick of seeing these posts. I, 
just was, way was more out concerning she thinks five dollars for a 200 dollars oh, order six flights of steps. come on man i there. ain't taking that order <laughs> so all right so gary we're talking I know about love shop and deliver orders i know it's your favorite thing in the entire world Yes, I'm being really sarcastic. So, She's lucky I want. I don't just sling them back. Just She probably didn't even mention how many cases of water she put on her order either. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Or <laughs> cases of soda or something. So, all right, yeah. look. The driver has to drive to the store. They have to go and shop the order. You know, swap out any items that they can't find. And they have to you know, drive to the customer's house and then unload the car. Six is that worth five dollars? No. Was it six was it six stairs or six flights of stairs? I think it was just six stairs. Oh. Okay. Either way, there were stairs. All right. That that is a dollar per stair, lady. I'm trying to see a dollar per stair. Let's go. So and then to, I mean, like, you know, and God bless her heart, because she obviously felt that five dollars was reasonable. Yeah, to but, go and put it in front of a group of drivers and be like, I was going to give him a five whole dollars. Yeah, but here's the thing. If like, we left it at the bottom of those six stairs, would she complain that she had to come out and get them and take them up? Yeah, yes, probably. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right, let's have a discussion here. What is a, and, and for those of you in the chat, there's going to be another poll here in a minute, so we might as well just get ahead of this. Uh, <laughs> what is a fair tip for a shop and deliver order? Where the 20%. subtotal is two hundred bucks. Twenty percent. I'd say me minimum fifteen percent. Bear like I think every platform out there that does shop and delivers the bare minimum should start at fifteen percent and then go up from there. There is what like I'm a big advocate. I do shop and delivers all the time, and I make some really good money on shop and delivers. But yeah. I'm only doing it. Because someone's paying me a good amount of money to do a shop and deliver, I would not do this. Like a two hundred, a two hundred dollar order. God, can you imagine how many units that is? That's probably like fifty to a hundred units of shopping. So you're shopping for somebody. You're doing all of their substitutions in the supermarket because no shop ever goes that smoothly on that big of an order. <laughs> of course. And not. then you're checking out, and then you're bagging, and then you're lugging all of this to someone's door for five dollars. No, you're doing a lot of work for this person to sit on their butt at home and so you can not go out and do it yourself. But it was five whole dollars. And it only was six five stairs. whole dollars. Ah <laughs> uh, man. So all right, I want to kind of pick on my local grocery store, but specifically Instacart. It I so I've been getting my groceries delivered recently. And I I love the convenience to just be able to sit at home, get my work done. And just have my groceries show up, right? I don't have to deal with anybody. The <clears throat> the grocery store's website, which interfaces with Instacart, defaults to a five dollar tip. Right. That hurts my heart. And so that kind of makes me wonder if this is maybe why this woman's like, why is he like asking me for my money? Oh, you think she like, came from Instacart to DoorDash? Well, I got. I, oh, yeah, good point. Can I just start with the originator of All right, this? Fair. Can I start with the originator of this? The driver shouldn't yeah. have taken the order. If he's asking for the a driver, shouldn't have. 
he shouldn't have taken the order. Like, no driver should take this so, big of an order for a $5 tip. Okay, so I, I, I agree with you, but I want to play devil's advocate for just a minute here. Let's say that the driver was this close to unassigning it. But he's like, hey, look, this is a lot of work. You ordered some weird shit here, lady. Like, I don't know where the hell this stuff is in the store. So, you know, can you kick me an extra five for my time? Like, Why is, that, no? is that okay? No, no. I, don't, I don't think it, never at okay any to ask time. For more yeah. money now. No. Well, I agree with you. But I, again, like, like, let's say that it was between that and the driver's about to unassign it. Because I, you know what? Hey, no shame. I have unassigned shop orders after finding most of the items. I yeah. unassigned oh, uh, I haven't unassigned an order mid shop. I un I oh, got I an have. Uber Eats. <laughs> oh, I haven't. I've unassigned an order last week. It was an Uber Eats order. It came through as thirty one dollars. And I'm like, score. And it was only like seventeen items. Yeah, mm -hmm. ten of those items were ten cases of water. But Uber nope. Eats doesn't display on their shit. I'm like, I got rid of it so quickly. First of all, ten cases of water wouldn't fit in my car to begin with. But yeah. I got rid no, of it so pass. quickly. I did not care about a uh, completion or whatever. That rating, mm -hmm. I'm like, I did not care whatsoever. I'm like, done. I'm out. That, I can't. That's do the kind it. of stuff that you're gonna. That's the kind of stuff you're gonna see being picked up from Walmart on Uber. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me yeah. of a spark order that you would like look well, at and go, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, Walmart's in my area are like, yeah, no no spark driver's going to take this. We're just going to go ahead and send that one to Roadie or to uh, uh, yeah. Uber. So, yeah. all right. Uh, oh, uh, so I think that the minimum that you should ever tip somebody is, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to throw it out there, 20 bucks. Like, I think 20 bucks is fair. That's usually what I tip. See, I don't agree. If it's only like two or three items, are you really going to tip your driver still $20? Yes. I, I, I personally am. Because, so again, I you know, the, the proximity of the grocery stores to where I live, the fact that they have to drive to them, shop the items, wait in line, and then bring them to me, I think it's worth 20 bucks in the form of a tip. So... You know, uh, for, for those of you uh, who are in the chat right now, if you would mind uh, letting us know your opinion on this, what is the least that a customer should tip for a shop and deliver order? Pop it in the chat, uh, in the chat or in the comments on the replay. Oh, they are. They agree with so. me, Kim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we've got, okay, well, I agree with Chris, 25% of the total order. That's not bad. Uh, so uh, raised on Scrabble. Bigger than a... a food delivery order period like it's it, a lot it more work be. intensive and it's a lot more work involved it should automatically be whatever you think of your food delivery driver it should be more yeah so i, I don't know i just I, honestly i think 20 bucks minimum is fair honestly with as much work as we're having to do um all right can we gotta we gotta move on here um do you want to read off the next one Yep. Free right. dash cam. Who wants a free dash cam? Yeah. So rideshare um, food delivery drivers can now receive free dash cams in the um, new DC safety program, which is actually pretty awesome. So there was an article that DoorDash is teamed up with Washington, D.C. and the legislation in Washington, D.C., 
And now eligible rideshare and food delivery drivers can receive free dash cams as part of a safety initiative to keep workers safe. Um, it's a $500,000 investment, and the program is developed to help law enforcement with investigation efforts throughout the entire city. So it's cool that DoorDash is helping out with getting these drivers' uh, cameras in their car. But honestly, wouldn't that money be better served for crime prevention in the first place rather than you know, something that records the crime and then gets solved later? Yes and no. I just think that with kind of the crime that's been happening with rideshare and food delivery drivers, I think it mm. actually lends a helping hand to help per, like fighting crime in itself because, you know, it might not even happen. I'm making this up. It might not happen to the individual driver. It might, but it might not. But say there is a traffic accident or God forbid something worse and like a dash cam actually catches it it really does help the city with the crime and actually the investigations that are you know leading yeah. up to some of these. so i mean i don't necessarily disagree with you there my my whole thing is though is i would rather see money invested in preventing crime than a tool that can help them catch the criminal after the fact yeah but so, some that, sometimes cameras though they help prevent crimes too that that's fair that's fair but you know again so do you know more cops on the streets no. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. In, in most cities, you could probably hire at least 10 more cops for what they, uh, you know, per year for what they just invested. Yeah. But wherever you're talking about drivers, for example, you mm. know, this is going to help more than just crime, though. It's going to help any type of insurance fraud. It's going to help, you know, who's at yeah. fault. Um, yeah. It will deter some, not all people that get in a car for, ride share and go oh there's a dash cam i better act straight yeah yeah so uh, you know and i'm not disagreeing with you guys there i just ultimately see the money being spent better elsewhere so it's not i, I don't disagree i do not i just but, think but a city like dc who already probably has and i don't know their crime rate numbers whatsoever but in high. cities that have higher crime rate five hundred thousand dollars is it really going to help decrease their crime rate whereas they're putting it to good use for drivers to help protect them and also you know hopefully fight crime a little differently than just putting money into a town with already a high crime rate they have a 30 percent crime rate right now Ooh. per per hundred thousand it doesn't say. It just says year. Okay. It says all crime total, uh, 2023 currently. And keep in mind, we're only halfway through the year. They're at 28 yeah. percent over all crimes. So I think DoorDash is. So this is a team venture between uh, Washington D.C. and DoorDash, and they have uh, they have already teamed up to put cameras in uh, in homes and businesses, and now they're doing it for rideshare and delivery drivers. But I think that this sends a pretty strong message for drivers specifically that DoorDash is actually going to take the footage that you send them when you get deactivated and reactivate you if you can prove that you didn't actually do what they claimed you did, right? I mean, in, in, in theory, you understand what I'm getting at? Except for in the past, we know that these companies don't accept 
footage from your dash cams. <laughs> right. So, so, but now, and that's kind of my point. And now we're seeing them trying to throw dash cams at people's cars. So they better start accepting that footage. Are you thinking it's a little too big, brother? Uh, not necessarily. Um, my, my whole thing is more prevent it from happening in the first place. Like it's, it should, should drivers have dash cams probably, but you know, I think that they could do more on a city level to prevent it probably than, you know, just my perspective. Got it. Okay. Should we, let's move on to the next one. This one yeah. I'm actually really excited for. Okay. <laughs> Cause justice was served. a scammer gets caught the man accused of scamming doordash drivers out of nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars gets caught that is not a small amount no so this guy 21 years old from uh mount vernon new york okay uh Police were originally put onto this after he got into a uh, domestic disturbance with somebody else in his apartment building. And when the police showed up, they found and confiscated $733,000 in cash, as well as a bunch of payment cards and two fake IDs from the state of California. So on the night of the incident where the police showed up, he was uh, arrested and charged with the domestic disturbance, but he wasn't charged with fraud yet. Uh, however, the FBI came kicking his door down uh, on June 5th, and he was ultimately arrested for defrauding drivers out of upwards of $750,000. I love it when they get caught. Ah, it's fantastic. It, you know, you always wonder, like, when, when you hear, like, you... If you ever heard anybody, oh, I got this text message, blah, blah, blah. You're like, who does that work on? But this shows that people yeah. fall for it. People and, fall and for you it. Should, yeah, you should not click on any links sent to you. Do not give out verification mm-hmm. codes sent to you. So yeah. this is what the guy did to get the scam. So he would randomly choose a restaurant, primarily in California, and start a DoorDash delivery to a nearby address. Once the food delivery was en route, Smith would contact the driver, um, reporting to to be supposedly being a DoorDash support person, saying that there is an issue with the order and the driver's account was frozen. He would then send a verification code to the driver or a phishing website link that appeared to be a DoorDash login in order to gain access to their accounts. Once he was in their accounts, he would change their deposit information to the cards that he was depositing all their stuff into. So I said, you don't, you don't think that this works wherever you see it yourself. Like if anybody's ever been scammed, you're like, I ain't doing that. Like I've had scammers back in the past where I drove Uber, you know, you'd show up and they'd be like, Oh, you need to cancel the ride or well, I'm not, I'm not canceling that. You cancel. And then like, I'll sit there and wait for that timer. And you know, I actually had one call me and was trying to get my, my bank, you know, my security code for Uber. I was like, oh, start ride, started driving. <laughs> like yeah. I knew it was a scam. Yep. I mean, might as well charge it a guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so when we right. talk about all of these stories about drivers getting scammed and Zach and I were talking about this before, we always thought that it was honestly people like 
overseas doing this. This is like domestic, right? like actually in the United right. States. The guy's He's name is Smith. <laughs> the guy's name is Smith. Like I've had uh, Indian scammers call me in in that thick accent. This is Agent Smith. Actually, I just had one do that when I was filming a video, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, you're Agent Smith, sure, buddy." Click. So, guys, so, it happens. So, you here think too. he got away with it? Do you think this guy got away with it because he was, you know, English speaking? That's actually a very interesting thought. I, I probably, I see. For me, knowing how they do their support, that would have put me on edge too. The fact that it was, you know. Like, hey, you where's know, your chicken? I don't hear speaker. your chicken. <laughs> I don't hear the roosters in the background. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, you know what? That is VIP dash support right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, uh, I, but I, I could see how that would probably help the guy scam a little bit, right? Like, I'm not, if, if somebody called me, hey, uh, I'm with your cell phone company, you know, we're having problems with your phone. Can you, go and click this. We're going to update whatever, right? Like, I'm not going to question that as much as, you know, I, I'm, I hate to stereotype, but I'm not going to question honest. it quite as much as. When I thought, and when I saw this, I'm like, he's a dumbass because he got caught because of the domestic dispute. Right. <laughs> like, you don't get uh, caught because you have like stacks got... of cash in your building. You get caught because of a dis domestic dispute. Really? <laughs> right. That's like getting busted for murder because you had the body in the back and you were speeding. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, you don't break any. If you're going to be a criminal, be a smart one. Don't break any yeah. laws. I like, just... <laughs> have no reason for a cop to be there. Yeah. I just so don't if you're it. gonna be a criminal, don't break any laws. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean that's a good uh, advice, right? <laughs> it, it's good advice. Yeah, you should never break the law. Uh all right, guys, we've got one more story and a couple funnies. We're gonna uh, try to breeze through this last one because we're running low on time. Uh Gary, Grubhub this is one is off. for you. I I, I put this article in just for you because Gary loves Grubhub. I do love Grubhub. So in fact, I got a free year of Grubhub Plus again. I'm excited. <laughs> Amazon's hooking me up. So Grubhub is laying off 15% of their corporate corporate workforce. That's not a good sign for them as a company. Every company lays off. Every company every year lays off 15, 20% every year. And then they so, go back right. and hire again. And then they hire. But I don't think we're going to see Grubhub hiring any new people. I do. Just Once my Amazon buys them. I think once Amazon buys them, they're going to be hiring well, like crazy. But then they won't be so, Grubhub okay, anymore. Like, They'll be Amazon Grub. <laughs> no, they'll still well, be like, Grubhub. Like, let's, let's take the speculation out of it for just a moment, though. Let, let's say that they're not for sale, right? They're just struggling, you know, flailing in the water. Are they going to survive? I mean, as much as Lyft. <laughs> so, I mean, here, here's the thing. Don't, don't. Don't give up on my Grubhub people. I'm just Gary, saying because I, for years people have been like, "Oh, Grubhub's going down. Grubhub's going down." Guess what? They've been consistent for years, and they're probably one of the least platforms that we ever hear anything negative about. Sure, they don't have the market share like they used to. Things like they that. Have 6%. But yeah, mm -hmm. I would not give up on my Grubhub because Amazon is going to buy out my Grubhub. I feel it. See, I agree with Chris. I can see one. that happening. Uh, Grubhub lift partnership. I, I could see that happening. I don't. I no, don't, no, no, I, I don't could see it. That, that's like taking a, a 
ship that's on fire and and throwing more gasoline on it. I know. That's like, do you have two dumpsters to light on fire? Right. (laughs) But me, like my own self with Grubhub, (laughs) I turned Grubhub on during, I did like a late afternoon (laughs) to um, early, I mean, early afternoon. And I had it on for three hours. I did not get one mm. cow mill in three hours. Like, but I you wasn't on block though either. No, but I've never had that issue before. Like even months before, like I always used Grubhub for, I would never go on block. I would just turn it on and orders would still come in, but I would wait for like those really good paying Grubhub orders. We all know them to be, and that's how I use yeah. them in my multi-apping. Now I turn them on and literally radio silence do you know how bad of a mood killer it is when you turn on the grubhub app and you forget that you left it on because you haven't heard it all day and then like nine hours later you're trying to netflix and chill with somebody right and that cowbell goes off and destroys the mood and they're like what is that and i'm like garbage <laughs> cow in the next garbage. room <laughs> <Climbed anyway. laughs> right <laughs> it's a decline that's what that was where were we so i, I still like Grubhub. I, don't, I don't care i still like Grubhub. i mean every so often hey, let's, see a good let's dry, be uh, real they could probably lay off 15 of their corporate employees if they're doing this bad those people sucked anyways let's just be honest uh, mm, <laughs> i saw they're gonna more they're gonna hire back better I am. I always I, feel like singing the Alicia Keys song, "Grub Pump's Going Down." <laughs> not bad. Right? So we've got a couple of funnies for you to wrap this up here. Uh, there, there was supposed to be another one. Um, I didn't understand the humor, so um, Kim and Gary promised me that it made sense. I, I didn't get it. Kim, Kim and Gary both understood it. I didn't, so I'm like, I don't know if I was supposed to put that in there. So anyway, uh, so this one I put. <laughs> so this one I put. I see a problem, uh, and then Kim, are you able to read that off? Um, let me see whether I can pull it up. I don't know. Hold on. Okay. It says hi. I, I might... This is your Uber driver. Blank. Usually don't do this. Is there any way you could send me six dollars on Cash App for gas and something to eat? I would be more than happy to send it back tonight. When. When get done working, I left my wallet at home and I don't have any cash on me whatsoever. My cash app is whatever. So, anybody see a problem with that? Um, don't ever ask your customers for extra money. Uh, other, other than, other than <laughs> the fact that they asked for money. How, how's he going to get gas if he ain't got his wallet, even through cash app? Well, that's a valid point. I mean, I suppose you could use that, but there's another problem here. So, okay. Hi, this is whoever, your Uber driver. Okay. There's the problem right there. Their Uber driver is sending Oh, yeah, text. Uber, not even Uber Eats. Hmm. He wants, so, he wants but, something to eat and gas. <laughs> but it, it's, through, it's through a text. It's not the in-app chat. I have never once seen an Uber message go through a text has that ever been a thing it it, it used to if the if the customer did not link a uh Mm -hmm. like like their in-app chat if they didn't link it in the app or something it used to go through the phone numbers 
kind of like some DoorDash still does. If you go to hit the chat, it'll open up your text message instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uber used to do the same thing, but I, I thought for don't do that like, anymore, though. Yeah, I thought for the last at least three years, it's always been in app chat. Yeah. So this was posted uh, two days ago. So I, I think it was DoorDash. Uh, it, it's it's possible, but again, almost all of those go through the app now. So, and if it Good. were DoorDash, that's why they switched to that. Yeah, that's why they switched yeah. to it to stop so, stuff like this. Uh, yeah. So, I think that this is an example of somebody who made some stuff up that didn't actually happen. And, you know, yeah. Uh, we've got, I think, one more funny for you guys. I found that funny. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we have the My reverse. Here, one with the you guys don't see the humor. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So the delivery instructions on this, uh, earmuff your kids. If, uh, if you've got them around, there's uh, there's, there's a little bit of a word in here. Uh, it says, um, pie cut, pie cut, pie cut, pie cut, pie cut. I swear a thin crust pie cut, pie cut. Fuck. <laughs> I think they might've wanted pie cut. I think they did want a pie cut. <laughs> How would you guys react if you saw that? You know, that's, I, that's actually the delivery did, I actually instructions. I've actually worked at a pizza place for a very long time, and you will <laughs> not believe how many people like just blow up the little comment sections on what oh, they yeah. want. Like people don't read it. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. So I mean, but I've I've also seen people, you know, my own employees. I go to box something up. I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, it says right yeah. here on the box, pie cut. <laughs> so then we have to remake I, I don't it. Even, I don't even know what a pie cut is, but it's in the delivery it, instructions. I wish people would it, stop doing that. Quit putting instructions in the delivery instructions if it's for the restaurant. Because well, like I can't you, control you the cut, pie cut, cut or the cake cut or whatever kind of cut it is. Well, a, a pie cut is like your regular slice of pizza. Kind of like you cut okay. a pie. Cut it across. Okay. You cut out the, the little, you know, like that. That's a pie cut. Okay. Uh, most thin crust pizzas now come in square cut. Okay. So if you get if you get thin crust and you don't want it square cut, you have to ask for a pie cut. Okay. So, hence I, why they kept screwing up this lady's order. So, <laughs> we're uh, Kim's computer just froze, and she is the one with access to uh, ending the stream. So, Gary, what's going on, brother? Oh, nothing. Just hanging out. Got uh, lots <laughs> coming up. Got some updates coming out for Gig Wars, by the way. Okay. Canada All people, right. so, you should be happy soon. Oh, yeah. little plug there, yeah. huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what do you what do you think the uh, the likelihood is that uh, what what were the odds? Uh, did you happen to catch those that, that Sergio? Oh was yeah, the, that for... Sergio was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he what said, are, what are I, I'm 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 not a gambling man, but it was what was it like? Negative two fifty plus for Kim plus two hundred to you. Okay. What does that mean? Does that mean you're I, better odds or she's better odds? I think I think um I think he's saying that Kim has a higher chance of winning that. If oh, I'm yeah, not I thought we already I thought we established that. No, see, you guys established that. I I, I know what I'm capable of. Kim, are you there? I thought no. I heard her for a second. I, I heard her for a split second and then she went back off again. <laughs> okay, so we're we're stream trapped, folks. 
Yeah, we're trapped. <laughs> so now everybody this, just has to put up with us. And see, they were trying to—they were trying to rush to end and everything. So, and it, blame me. I, I think it's supposed to be an hour show, right? Uh, yeah, we aim for about an hour. It's not the biggest deal in the world if we go over. What? Yeah. Oh, I heard her. Uh, see, I heard her again. Back. Hold on. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag live stream problems. <laughs> oh, hey, there you we go. There you are. Uh, on that note, why don't we go ahead and uh, wrap it up here? Uh, Gary, one more time, where can people find you? Uh, GaryZaps.com. All right. Uh, social media? Uh, Gig Official. About? Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I got Gig Wars Official. Um, Facebook, look for Gary Middleton. Twitter, Middleton Tech. Uh, I think that's about all of them, really. I, I don't really okay. do a lot of social media. Just, just okay. YouTube. All right. So GaryZaps.com. Check them out. Uh, for those of you uh, who joined us on the live, I'd like to thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Uh, special thank you to uh, Gary Middleton, our guest of the evening. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your night to be here with us. We appreciate you. We will see you all next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern for Money Hungry. Have a good night. Bye, everyone. Bye.